Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the world-infamous, the world-renowned weekly podcast. My name is Darren Torres, a.k.a. Analysis49. That's where you can find me on all, almost all video game platforms online. Talk about that in a minute, as always. This is episode 117, Last Minute Impromptu. Here with me for the first time... On the show is my friend John. Welcome, John. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Darren? Oh, man. Um, I'm ready, bro. You ready for this? I'm ready. Yeah, let's do this. There are a lot of firsts going on today. For sure. Uh, This is the first time I've recorded a podcast this early, I think. (laughs) Um, So to the new listeners, welcome. This is a podcast where I review movies fashionably late. In this case, another first. I don't usually review movies... Uh, the day, the weekend that they come out, um, hence the name of the show, A Week Late. I usually, um, although because of the way that the internet works, the show is loosely based off of the idea of time travel. As you can see from the logo, Back to the Future is, one of, is my favorite movie of all time. And uh, even though we are recording this the weekend that the, that the movie comes out, uh, it probably won't be released until... You're listening to it now, a week late. This is episode 117, and another first is that I'm recording a podcast uh, before the previous episode has even been released. So uh, 116 is actually being worked on right now. Um, That was John Wick 3. And uh, this week we'll be watching Godzilla, King of the Monsters. What? Um, Completely your idea. Yes, that's my idea. You sprung this on me yesterday. I wanted to have a relaxing Sunday, but instead (laughs) you put me to work. Um, So another first for the new listeners. Also be warned, um, if you're listening to this on iTunes, I think I'm obligated to say that it is an explicit tag. I don't know if that's still a thing anymore. I just keep doing it because they told me to. Uh, But I also have an announcement to make. Not only are we uh, available on the platforms have always been available on um, SoundCloud, iTunes, Shoutcast, Spotify. Uh, there's a new app out there called Himalaya, um, and they just accepted my show on the Himalaya app, so you can find it there as well. I'm also on Google Podcasts and um, Apple Podcasts as well. There you go. Uh, and if anybody cares, you can go to the site and click donate and uh, pitch in for normally what would be alcoholic beverages, but since it's, uh, what time is it? It's not even noon yet, man. Uh, exactly. Um, it's a little early for me to sleep. Uh, to sleep. I'm already talking about sleeping again. <laughs> it's a little early for me to drink, but um, normally this podcast I am uh, drinking adult beverages and reviewing movies with my friends. So let's get right into it. I think I'm just going to, oh, a little bit of housekeeping to get out of the way for the new listeners. Um, like I said, there's an explicit tag. And we record the, the this podcast in two main major portions. Uh, the first part that you're listening to right now is where we talk about um, the movie basically going blind into it. I've barely seen a trailer for this. I, I know nothing about Godzilla or the lore or the history this is more of John's thing and uh, why we decided to do this because I figured he would give me some good insight as to what the fuck is going on. But before I talk about my expectations, I want to talk to you about the rating system 
Um, it's a little different than most. Uh, we go from zero to 11D. So zero is the worst fucking thing you've ever seen. 11D is the best thing you've ever seen. <laughs> 10 is an otherwise normal, perfect score, but, you know, room for improvement kind of thing. All right. I think that's it. That being said, oh, and the second portion, you're going to hear some intermission music from our resident DJ, Mr. Aaron Bond, out of Orlando, Florida. Thank you for the tunes. Uh, thank you for spinning a Memorial Day celebration, as it were. I heard it went well. The second portion will come back after the intermission music, and it will be a no-spoiler section. And then we'll actually tell you uh, when you can pause it or go watch the movie and come back and listen to spoilers. All right. Uh, that being said, I am on IMDb right now. I'm going to read the synopsis of this. First of all, it's rated PG-13, which I did not know. Ooh, I did not know that. That sucks. That's the only thing that I hate. Even though most Godzilla movies are PG-13. PG yeah, I would imagine. They're not super violent. The I old mean, school ones, like the yeah. black and white ones, they were, uh, I mean, they were probably rated They were violent. They were, they were, yeah, they were violent. At the, but... at the time, they were violent. Mm -hmm, very um, but now you look at him now, you could just tell it's a dude in a rubber suit, you know? <laughs> I guess that helped the allure at the time. You yeah, know I guess. Um, it's considered action-adventure fantasy, and it's uh, 130, 131 minutes, which is 2 hours and 11 minutes. <sighs> That's a little price tag right there. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's heavy. Um, yeah. And while I am looking at the rating um, so far, the Internet's giving it a 7 out of 10. I don't let that sway me. I just no. let you guys know. That I, I don't want to uh, let that in, in, uh, interfere with my rating. Yeah. Well, I heard it's a polarizing film, meaning versus the critics and the regular civilians, right. if you say. Um, just normal people that are saying the On Rotten Tomatoes, the critics, film critics, gave it a terrible ratings, But then the audience gave it Interesting. freaking amazing ratings. So... And yeah. whenever it's like that, I, I tend to go into it like totally open-minded. I do anyway. I do anyway. I do anyway, but this in that case, I never. I, that's why I don't pay attention yeah, to, the, to, it, the, to the critics or the audience. It's either. funny because uh, a lot of people that I talk to, they're the same way. It's like we used to care what the critics mm -hmm. thought, and now nah, not two so thumbs much. up was a, a go. Right. Go for it. Right. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shout out to Siskel and Ebert. Siskel and Ebert. Oh my God. Uh, I think Siskel passed, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I saw they have another gentleman under his uh, company name. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, uh, Ebert. Uh, Siskel passed. Ebert's still around. Ebert's still doing his thing. He's still doing his thing. I know he has his own... Uh, he has his own... Uh, he's still critiquing and has people working for him now. I think he has a show on PBS still. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's gnarly. Yeah, yeah. He's still going strong I think, with that. I think so. Amazing. I'm, I might be wrong about, about that. That was one of my favorite shows I have shows seen him. Up. It was either like a podcast maybe on the yeah. internet or something like that, but he's got a show somewhere. That guy had the original podcast. He was doing for it out real. of a theater, man. It was, Yo, video. it was video, but it was him and his buddy. They were doing it out of a theater. That's Just sitting there and then reviewing movies. It was. They were my favorite. That's true, man. I grew up to those guys. Those man. are the OG pod are. movie podcasters. Movie man. podcasters, Damn. man. They were gangster. Well, I mean, there goes a shout out. I didn't plan that. Yeah, for real. All shout right. Um, IMDb says, okay, so I'm going to read the um, synopsis of this off of IMDb. The cryptozoological agency Monarch faces off against a battery of god sized monsters, including the mighty Godzilla who collides with Mothra. Rodan and his ultimate nemesis, the three-headed king. Oh boy, how do I pronounce that? Ghidorah. 
Ghidorah? King Ghidorah? Yep, Ghidorah. Oh, Ghidorah, okay. Mm -hmm. So as you can see from my uh, masterful reading, I know nothing of these. Is this a sequel to the one that I watched with Brian Cranston? In 2014? Yeah. Yes. This is a sequel this to that? This is a sequel to okay. that, unfortunately. Okay. Oh, so that's you think that's a bad thing? Well, not necessarily. Okay. No. Um, More I will on tell character you this. development, the first one. I'm looking forward to it. Now that I know that it's a sequel... It is. I'm looking forward to it because I recognize Kyle Chandler. Mm -hmm. He's from the first one. Yep, they have a really good cast. Um, Vera Farmiga. Um, I recognize her face, but I don't know what what from. Uh, and fans of <laughs> fans of Stranger, Stranger Things, Things oh, are yeah. going to recognize Millie Bobby Brown. Of course. I think this is her first major motion picture, right? Um, it might be. It might I don't be. know. I'm not too sure, but I, it's it's the first time I'm seeing her on the big screen. Yes, for uh, sure. Brad Whitley and Ken, I believe I'm pronouncing this correctly, Watanabe. Probably sounds um, about right to me. This is directed by Michael Doherty. I'm not, not it's not ringing any bells uh, as far as what he's done before. But also written by Michael Doherty as a screenplay, uh, Zach Shields and Max Borenstein. That sounds familiar as well. So my expectations of this movie going into it, I, to be honest with you, until I saw how excited you were mm -hmm. yesterday about it, mm -hmm. I had no desire mm -hmm. to watch this movie. Mm -hmm. Especially, I'm a little bit more excited now to know that I've seen the first part. If this is going to be a sequel, I'm glad that I have actually seen the first one because I, I don't my my brain can't handle watching a sequel before the original oh yeah i my brain works in chronological order uh -huh. and I, I can't stand it like i had a i had i talked to somebody the other day i think um it's our friend over at beer frog yeah uh i believe andre he went to go see is it andre i don't i i'm there's so many that we know yeah about. yeah i can't I can't... Anyway, sorry for screwing up your name if you're listening. But uh, he went and saw John Wick 3 without seeing the first two. No. And I'm like, how the fuck do people do that? See, that's why everybody was telling me about John Wick 3, and I don't mean to go off of the subject nah, of Godzilla, but I knew that I could not just jump in the theater, yep. and I would not do the, the, the directors or, or the actors that... Yep put their work on the line um, all the time uh, justice by going in and jumping forward and seeing three without seeing one and two. So what did I do? I went on to Amazon Prime. I'm mean, not Amazon Prime. I went on, um, I went on to a Microsoft store and I bought I bought one and two on sale. Uh -huh. So I watched one and I with my son and I won't I won't say anything more. But <laughs> it was a very violent, fun movie. Yeah. And it was just right to the point. Yeah. Not much, not much right. theatrics. Not much right. hardcore dialogue. Not, not nothing that was like so over the top, except for the action, and it right. was believable. Right. That's that's what I liked about uh, the, the 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 first two Wick movies. Um, Do not spoil two for me. I, I, won't spoil, <laughs> I won't spoil anything, but. It, uh, Another first that happened. Um, I imagine John lives since last they make it a third. Yeah, he does. He does survive. That's a spoiler. Shit. That's not a spoiler. The big spoiler right um, there for me. But uh, I, I also John Wick three was a first last week because it's the first time I had reviewed a sequel 
um, that I haven't reviewed the previous. Before. I never, I never did a podcast for for John Wick one and two. And oh words. wow! So, the but only, so you do them all together in one. Basically, ah, gotcha. um, we basically ran down uh, what happened in the first two because mm-hmm. I waited so long to watch. I I didn't have any desire to watch John Wick. I thought it was gonna be like a Matrix ripoff. Mm. Um, I'm glad I was wrong about that, but the action was obviously Is it because there. of Keanu? Yes, it is, 100%. Long coat, mm-hmm. rainy weather. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Yeah. It was like another, another shoot-em-up with, with Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny, because if you go listen to uh, the last episode, uh, my friend Aaron and I spoke about just that, like the, uh, the whole um, the relationship between... Well, I can't say too much about it because I'll be spoiling it here. But, yeah, it's uh, a lot of firsts going on, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, which is crazy because in the Avengers podcast, I straight up quit the podcast. I was like, this is going to be the last episode. I don't want to do it anymore. Really? Yeah, I said it on the show and I didn't edit it out. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I was uh, I was upset. I was upset. There At the was, movie? Nah, there was some shit that oh, went down. Oh, because that movie, ooh, um, I could go. Oh, I, love, I could talk about that movie for days. Yeah. And that was probably one of the longest podcasts I've ever done. I think it was like almost three and a half hours long. Oh, I had yeah. to edit it down. It was as long as the freaking movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> Which is crazy. But uh, anyway, if you guys want to go hear uh, what we talked about, about uh, John Wick 2, by the time you hear this, episode 116 will be out. Uh, I've been dragging my feet on that. I had to do some editing, and I just got, it just ran away with me. That being said... Anything from the previous Godzilla, we can spoil. At this point, it's been how many years? Um, five. So, do you remember how the last one ended? I just remember... No, it was very forgettable. I, I remember... Regrettably, uh, it was very forgettable to me. I remember that the monsters, or rather Godzilla himself, or itself, I don't want to genderize yeah. Godzilla could be a female for all I know for sure actually uh, uh, actually in the in there's the, a, there's there's so in many... the late 90s the one with Matthew Broderick it was it found we found out that Godzilla it was, asexual was a female because uh-huh. of the reptilian they um, laid eggs and shit yeah, in the yeah it was asexual because it was a reptile so I mean but that's um, funny yeah yeah um now considerably uh Godzilla has changed yeah oh my uh yeah the reboot basically wiped the first Godzilla off the face of the off the face of the map, right? Uh, I think this is an homage to the original. I mean, well, not necessarily, but you know, the original was called King of Monsters. The original oh, 1954 really? release. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but so this one, I believe, is not exactly the same as the original. Um, it what it is is it. I guess it's every Godzilla in one film movie that you wanted to see. Here's that's what my that's what my take on this. Here's is. my issue with with the the god the the previous Godzilla uh, the one with Brian Cranston Gohira 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 yeah Gohira yeah. okay that was the original Japanese version yeah it was um, Gohira in the original with Matthew Broderick they they did an homage to that they did yeah uh, there was the opening the, scene the opening scene there was a Japanese dude in his deathbed and he yeah. said Gohira yeah yeah. Uh, which I believe was the original pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. Right? it was the way it was spelled. Too. And that's how that's how come we got G- Godzilla because G O R I G J A Americans they Americanized it. Well, yeah, eventually we mispronounced it Godzilla, and yeah. that's that's how it came to be. Oh God, the history of the Godzilla is crazy because it's happened after World War II, so after the bombs uh-huh. dropped, 
That's what mutated the. Well, you know, it gives it all like the the monster of nuclear war. You know. Um, wow! Wow! Yeah, it's very symbolic. So I mean, everybody takes it as just a. Damn. But, but you look at the original. Uh, um, uh, you're you're talking about this is when Japan just got over being bombed. dominated and bombed by America, and and surrendering. You're talking about samurais. They don't surrender, man. So you know, you know what I mean. I, I know we're kind of getting, um, you know, serious here, but mm-hmm. there is something to be said about the, the rest of the world doesn't doesn't acknowledge that the Japanese are are already living in a post-apocalyptic future. Absolutely, they've been doing that. They're since, terrified of since, it since the World mm-hmm. Wars. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody gets that. You're talking about like the Akita when they, Akira, they, yep. they, they always, they always have that sentiment of yep. destruction of everything because they it experience to it. Them. Yeah, it's, it's fucking <laughs> That's crazy. That's sad. That's sad to say. It's not even funny. No, it's not funny. No, um, not at all. But I mean, but uh, you know, we we do deal with serious news uh, mm-hmm. differently, and some people. You know, when they talk about their grandma passing away, they have a smile on their face because mm-hmm. there's no other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Maybe there's they no have other a good way thought, to yeah. emote. No, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, my mom is like that. She laughs when she's nervous. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's but strange. It's strange. Um, but it's the it's like the rest of the world according to Japan because mm-hmm. Japan yeah, it's through is, their eyes. is post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. and, and we just think, oh no, they just they got over it. It's like, nah, man, they're living through mm-hmm. a post-nuclear war. Mm-hmm. And here we are all these years later, and then Fukushima happens. They're oh, still God. happening. Oh, yeah. They're, they're just surrounded by... They were traumatized by ...nuclear that. shit mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So, Remember that tsunami? Not not just nuclear, destruction yeah, man, too, man. Everything. Mass destruction. I mean, let's, those people, they're geared, man, to just deal with Fucking it. Fucking resilient. They are. Resilient. Anyway, shout out to our Japanese listeners yeah, man. if we have any. Um, yeah, and, and correct us if we're wrong any time. I, I don't care. I could be wrong. Yeah, uh, email us, fans.aweeklate at gmail.com. I check it all the time. It's funny because I have, I do have listeners, obviously. Otherwise, I, I wouldn't be doing this. Thank you guys for listening. For shout. Welcome for back. Sure, uh, sure. Welcome back to the returning listeners. <laughs> um, and uh, I... I, I do check the email, but I have a, I have this weird relationship with my fans in that they're really quiet, just like me. I know it, it, it seems like I'm outgoing and everything on this podcast, but this is like the one thing I do. We were just talking about this mm-hmm. off mic before. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a therapist because this is my this is my therapy. This, this is your is my therapy outlet. session. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's why I decided to keep going because without this outlet i i don't think i i really have anybody to talk to i know that sounds sad oh, we could always but talk about this shit that's true yeah that's true sure. um but it just seems as i get older my circle of friends is starting to dwindle oh of course and i don't i don't i don't welcome mind to adulthood yeah it's uh, fucked it's, up it's, it's, a, it's just they they, they gear, raise us up with all these other kids involved mm-hmm. in our lives and this and then all of a sudden after you graduate high school boom yep Loner. Ripped it away. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't think it was intentional. It's just the way <laughs> society it, it works. I don't know. I, I don't want to get too serious again, but, yeah. like, the amount of trustworthy friends I have are falling off the map. Well, that's fine. Those never were your friends then. Yeah, I guess not. Nah. But it sucks because we, we're a creative type. Yes. We, we're a creative You people. look for input we and create, feedback. Yeah, yeah. and um, we get together with like-minded individuals yes. that you think are going to last a lifetime, and they end up yeah. being jerks just like everybody else, and mm-hmm. you have to adjust. It really sucks. Mm-hmm. And I hope this has something to do with the movie later on. Otherwise, I'm just... Now it is my therapy session. That's fine. Bro, um, that's what's up. 
And um, what do you? So what are you expecting? Well, okay. So let we me just go talked back. about a hard subject like Hiroshima and for real. Jesus. Let Let's go back to how the first one ended. All I remember, and and the the the, the part of the problem with the first one. If I, and you're right, it is forgettable. I'm trying to remember. Was it like so many others where Godzilla walks off into the ocean? Yes. And goodbye. That's that's such a that's such a um, cliche of Godzilla movies. They they kind of made Godzilla with the back turned to good, a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, and, I guess it's neutral, really. And then there was this whole thing where Brian Cranston ended up being the bad guy, and then there was actually a villain versus them fighting the monsters. They actually they were fighting just man versus man and it's just like they lost mm-hmm. focus i think mm-hmm. about what the movie was supposed to be about which is the monsters right and then i'm hoping this one gets that people. right right it looks like it it looks like yeah because there's mad monsters in there they're gonna just, have a lot of they're gonna have a lot of uh, backstory for all those right just from the That's trailer the, yeah. uh the, the one time that i saw it i i noticed that you know like we just read in the synopsis they're bringing they're bringing out all the monsters. Oh, yeah. They're bringing the monsters out. Here's other my, than King Kong. Here's my question. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck are they coming from? We're going to find out. I think they're going to try to change it up. I don't know if they're going to stay true to original okay. stuff. Because I think, like, there, um, and so many others, radiation had a lot to do with it. You know, uh, several stories. I'm wondering that, if this corporation that we just read about is actually creating these monsters on purpose for some fucked up, crazy reason. Like they have. They like have. Jurassic Park style. <laughs> Bro, and let me tell you how I could love Godzilla. It was by no means um, intentional. When I was a little kid and living in Brooklyn, and sometimes it was a dangerous place, and when you're little, you can't go out on your own. Right. And I did. My parents let me out at like seven. But in the meantime, when you were home, during the afternoon when I wasn't in school, I would watch, my mom would show me reruns. We'd watch it on television, like WPIX. Fox, damn! Shout out to old television for real. That doesn't even exist anymore. Analog TV, what you know about that? No remotes, changing the channel by hand. <laughs> Kids, Crazy. antennas to Crazy. focus in on their. Um, Most of the people that signal, are listening to podcasts have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, and I and you know that's amazing because I love the fact that this is a whole new generation that Godzilla is being introduced to. And so I hope they do it justice. And how they'll do it justice is just how it, it was done justice to me when I was a little kid. It was what it was. It was right to the point. You know, there was a, a problem. Monsters fought. The show, alas, it was a feature film. I think there's something like 30 plus feature That's crazy. films of Godzilla. That's crazy. 30 plus. And then it has American releases, several 90s version, late 2000s. I remember. And now this one. I remember growing up as a kid in Indiana of all mm-hmm. places, believe it or not. The, the son, the, the, was there a son of Godzilla? Yeah, there was, there was. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember mm-hmm. specifically watching that thinking, um, even when I was a kid, I'm like, wow, these special effects are terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? I loved them. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, how did they really do that? <laughs> it was, I could, I could always tell. Um, in the beginning, I fell for a, it. It was, a, it was a kid who I imagined like a child in a suit, like a rubber suit, just walking around like a baby. And I'm like, how is this? I, I don't know. I guess it gotcha. Yeah. Now it, I get it. It left a bad taste in my mouth, and I'm just like, every time, every time Godzilla came on screen or they came out with another one, except for I was really excited for the Matthew Broderick one. 
until oh, I, I was too. until I watched it, and I was like, "Wow, this is a huge." Well, usually they put a lot of marketing into uh, that movie. It, yeah, God, they gee, did. They were, it was everywhere. Remember the eye? Yep. You know, uh, I remember listening to the soundtrack. Uh, I think it had P Diddy. <laughs> And that's when he was still called P. Diddy. You know it's big when it has P. Diddy. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I guess because I'm a huge fan of special effects when I was a kid, I was like, wow, this is this is really crappy. <laughs> but I was also watching movies from, I don't know, black and white, the black and white era of Japanese filmmaking. What was mm-hmm. that, like the 30s and 40s? Mm-hmm. So for me as a oh, kid, easy, to, easily, to yeah. see it and, and be like, wow, this is garbage, I guess I was ahead of my time. I'm patting myself on the back. But it also makes me kind of a dick because those people put a lot of... I mean, back then... Yeah, there was nothing else. They didn't have amazing CGI. That was, that was huge. Yeah. Now, now they're about to turn it upside down on everybody's head. I think what... Now it's all CG. I think, I, I, and I, and I, think, I think what we're about to see is something that's probably, hopefully, puts us in the movie. You know, like, like I'm, I'm hoping that, that that's that's what I want more than anything is to be there because as a kid, that's what I always wished. I don't know why. I would I would have loved to understand that kind of craziness and destruction. What was it that compelled me to it? Don't ask me. Maybe it was a, just a real awkward uh, form of escapism. It's it's funny that you say like that. comic books. It's a way you just suck yourself into that world, even though it's so far fetched and yeah. ridiculous. I think that's what also over the top. I think that's what also takes me out of these movies is the amount of destruction that goes on. Like, oh, I, I always thought, I always thought, there's no way that anybody in this city is going to survive. Like, they're and a lot down, of people didn't. They're tearing down buildings. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it's PG-13, mm-hmm. every time you see a movie, uh, like a, a a building collapse, you know. there are people dying oh, in yeah, those yeah. buildings. Like, oh, they let you know people are looking from the buildings too. It's right. not like they don't show you. So how show that. how this movie is PG-13 with mass destruction and death? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's the it's the stuff that you don't see that's that's more horrifying than the stuff that you do see. It's like there are a shit ton of people in that building, and that that just collapsed like nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it's funny how we're it's funny how we're we're um, drawn to these movies about destruction when in real life we don't want any of that. Well, hence why we tend to go to movies and escape the reality of what's all around us. I was thinking today, earlier, why do I even love movies so this much? This podcast is getting deep as fuck, dude. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I mean, people should think. I hope that's the whole point of yeah, it. Yeah. Even if it's a movie, why do I love movies so much? Why, when I was a kid, did I love movies or uh, the idea of storytelling visually? Uh, and uh, Or like Twilight Zone. Shout out to Twilight Zone. Oh, God. 30 minute episode and gave you so much Yo, meat. Have you, have you seen the new Twilight no, Zone? No, don't. Please. Do I, it. I, I am so wanting to see those, but it's only on CBS only. If CBS I'm such a real access, fan, yeah. if I'm such a real fan, I would get it. But I heard you could do. I'm waiting. I heard, I don't know if they released all the seasons, all the series, the first season. But I heard to wait until they release the first season, and then you can get a week free and then binge watch it all. <laughs> so I'm gonna do that. You can. I'm sorry. That's no, my own hack. My can. own personal hack. It's called being the single dad. I <laughs> gotta all, I gotta figure good. it out. Um, where I, at least I'm not bootlegging it. And and I I want to add something to that. Actually, you're not uh you're not too far off by waiting um because Jordan Peele. Who, who rebooted uh, the series? Us um, and uh, yep. what's that other movie he made? Uh, um, th- them or something? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> Us and them. <laughs> what was it called? Uh, yeah, it was a good movie. I forget the name of it. Damn it! As soon as you said Us, I forgot the first one. Yeah, Us was pretty crazy. I haven't too. seen that yet. But oh, anyway, I won't say Jordan either. Jordan Peele. Um, he rebooted the series, but he also uh, came out with an an announcement that 
when the first season is all said and done, mm-hmm. and probably around the time you get your free trial, mm-hmm. he's releasing all the episodes of Black and White. <gasps> so, oh! So, yeah. It's dope. It's that's a, crazy. It's a really good idea. Oh man, I just got goosebumps. Yeah, I'm a, such a dork. It's a really good and idea. And a nerd. When oh, I when God. I read that, I'm like, that's fucking genius. That mm. he would that he would have so much respect for the original series that after the first season comes out, he's gonna remaster them all in black and white. Shout out to Mr. Sterling, that's the creator. Dope. That's dope. Oh god, I love to Anyway, if you haven't seen any of those yet, he's right. Uh it's only available CBS All Access. If you haven't gotten that yet and you haven't seen star trek discovery either what are you waiting for minus the free trial (laughs) go watch oh my god like i'm not even i'm not even that big of a star trek nerd but i am now really star trek discovery is the fucking shit really so good yes i I mean i never been into that show on tv period until J.J. Abrams turned it upside down on me. I love it. Yeah, that that that's when I really went the dark matter and all I that love shit. It. I was like, this is dope. But then I fell off a little bit. I was, I'm, I mean, but, but I mean, yeah, wait till that's you a whole this, other, that's a whole other conversation. They, oh my god, they figured out a way to intertwine the original Star Trek series with the movies and the TV show. It's it's phenomenal. It's but the, one of the best things I've seen. In a really long time, and, and I'm a huge, uh, I'm a hard ass when it comes to criticizing things, and that is a close to as perfect. I mean, for a television. Oh show. my god! Or so I shouldn't say te- for, a series. For a series, because technically yeah. it's only online. Yeah, there's no more TV CBS show. app. Yeah. So, what are your expectations for for this? Like, are you? Well, I'm. Uh, what a kickoff to the summer. It's about to be summer soon, you know. Summer it, soon. It's hot as fuck outside. Well, it's Florida. Jesus. I mean, but I mean, it's it's a good kickoff to summer movies, even though it's a little early release, I believe. But I mean, uh, we're, we're. I mean, we're definitely into the summer. Oh yeah, hardcore. It's we're so We're definitely hot. into summer. I think the first, I think the big, first big movie to kick off the summer, to be honest, was uh, Avengers. Avengers, yeah. But technically, I guess that was still yeah, spring. It was. I, it was still not here in Florida. Oh man. Oh my um, god. Freaking hot. So your expectations are high or low for this movie? Well, or middle of the road. Like any summer big blockbuster, uh, this is something that I found common throughout all my years, and I'm 40 now, and then all my life that I've been watching cinema or movies that were released in the summer, I there there's a there's like a top 10 list that we could probably talk about. Probably. Well, what is it that you look for in a good summer movie that makes it enjoyable? First of all, I would say because it's about monsters mm-hmm. and big ones that are 150 plus right. feet tall that uh, just lose any kind of really intelligent thought process that's going to go on with this movie. It is what it is. It's right. going to be action-packed. I'm hoping. This is my hope. I, I hope it's not character-driven where they start out with some kind of long drawn out kind of character development introduction for the first two acts and then it leads up to act three where it's all like chaos and then they sum it up in two minutes the ending that's how the first one was yeah and i hate that and i I mean it is a summer movie that's a part of it but please do not use all the time for act one and act two to develop human characters this is about monsters and godzilla and this is about developing those Here's, monsters. I hope you're right because I uh, do too. That's all I'm into it for. My expectations Godzilla. are middle of the road on mm-hmm. this. I'm, yeah, you, I'm not yeah. expecting too much. Nah. Uh, I'm not a big fan of monster movies. Like I said, I would not be going to see this at the theater 
if it wasn't for you. Yeah, bro. Man. Also, I know um, you like movies as much as I do. Maybe yeah. more, actually. You like them more than I do. I, I'm probably... But I love movies, and I work in television, so I mean... Right. I'm I probably the biggest movie nerd that you know. But at Absolutely. The, but at the same time... You're doing a podcast. Right. <laughs> on yeah. movie... Re- hey, that's yeah. awesome. On movie reviews. That, that's telling yeah. me that you love movies. I guess so. Yeah, that's uh, a passion of yours. But I also... I do too. That's why I'm here with you. I also have friends that are way more into movies than I am, and they would go into this, like oh with their critic, with yes, their critic sunglasses I got, on. I know. I respect to those people. You know what I'm saying? They're the, I know. I get it. I get it. Like when you're looking at a piece of art, and we have to respect cinema. But honestly, right now, one of the beautiful things about cinema was magic. It made you go into this world that doesn't really exist. And it puts you somewhere else. Avatar, um, you know, shout out to them. CGI, everything. You get what I'm saying? And that's what I'm looking for. I'm not really into the whole... um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm into just the CGI and the action, and it is destruction. I'm just looking for like that comic book thrill kind of thing. Well... You the know? only reason I bring that up is because I'm going to go into this, like you said. I'm just going to shut my brain off mm-hmm. for two hours and see what happens. How are we going to do that? <laughs> Got something for you. <laughs> no um, comment. <laughs> um, no, but I, I think that's the problem with me is expecting too much. Not from a summer blockbuster. Avengers, yes. Ten years in the making. Maybe. Uh, Maybe that's my problem is that mm-hmm. uh, I go into it wanting too much out of it mm-hmm. and not just sitting back and being like, because to believe it or not, Avengers was kind of a movie that you actually had to pay attention yes, to. Yes, you and did. Think, yes, think through. Yes, you did. Um, that's why I said it's just not your regular movie, summer movie. This movie, not so much. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I want things to be explained. I don't want to have to think about anything. Oh, gotcha. I think, I hope they cover that. Yeah. Simply. Yeah. It, sh- it should be a simple fix. You explain how these monsters came about. You, what's going on? Yeah. Are they good versus bad? Right. And you know, in nature, animals fight each other. Here's here's my. And that, question. I'm, I'm hoping that's what this is all about. Here's my question: Who's the dominant king of the monsters? And why? And why are they fighting? Well, how think about they, na- in nature. How do they know that they're they're well, good uh, versus evil? I don't think that's the case. I don't think there okay. is a good versus evil. I think they're all capable of nothing but destruction right. upon humankind. And the thing is, is that we're at their mercy. Right. And maybe Godzilla understands that, but at the same token, knows that they could just it could destroy everything that it sees. But I don't think that it's compelled to do that. Just like a right. lion sometimes doesn't kill every creature in front in front of it, right. but one that threatens it, it's gonna just get territorial. Here's what I don't and fight. Happen. Here's what I don't want to happen. Fans of Stranger Things are gonna hate me for saying this, but if Millie, be all about if, her. if Millie Bobby Brown's character, if they figure out a way for her to somehow communicate with the monsters and she starts controlling them, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. One hundred percent. If that happens, oh god, movie, you just. I, I, I'm thinking I might feel the same way, but I'm gonna let it go. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't if know. If that happens, oh, I'll be god. like, come on, I called it. That's a that's a bullshit. No, but we have to write it out. We have to write it we out. We have to write it out. We have to write it out. We have to take it. We have to take it. Oh, it's it. not like I'm gonna walk. We have to out take of the it theater. in the gut, man, or in the butt, whatever, whichever <laughs> way you want to take. Call it. I'm not gonna walk out of the theater. I'm just saying, I will give this movie a low score if if any of that happens. Like if 
I don't know. <laughs> you see, I didn't even go into that because I'm really dumbing down my brain in right. this movie. I'm not here for an intellectual film. I've watched many. I love avant-garde films. Talk. You want to know who my favorite director of all time is? He made Lost Highway, Blue Velvet, David Lynch. David Lynch. I wow. love David Lynch. And try to make sense of his movies. Sometimes it's so complex, it's just a visual hmm. nightmare and imagery that just is so dark and eerie because of tones that he sets and the mood and monochrome or whatever he right. feels he wants to freak you out or flickering lights or real drab warehouses that are creepy and eerie. And he sets those weird, crazy tones. Sometimes people can't make any sense of the movie. Then they ask him, what was your movie about? He goes, you tell me. And now that that's deep. Maybe that's he deep. Does that shit on purpose. He does, of course. He's creating art. So there's that type of avant-garde film, and then you have this type of film cinema. Right. That is just geared for big money. Right. Popcorn. Yep. Uh, butts in seats. Right. And I believe she has a lot to do with that. I do too, and so does Godzilla. Millie Bobby Brown. Hey, right now. Millie, she's, you're hot, but yeah. Godzilla's hotter. She's, she's sorry. She's, and I don't mean hot like no, 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 uh, no, no, in no. a sexual way. I know what you mean. I yeah. know what you mean. Like you're on fire right I now with Stranger about, Things. I was just about to say that she's she's up. She's obviously. Yeah, I'm up definitely and not attracted in that way. I'm, she's obviously she's, arrived. Yes, absolutely. I'm not taking anything away from her. Um, as a matter of fact. I'm probably a, a, a bigger fan of hers than that whole group of kids. Think. All of them. They're great. All of them. They're phenomenal. Uh, I just watched her do her thing on um, the Tonight Show with Fallon. Yeah. She's she's definitely uh, she's she's a uh, a mature actress for her age. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just hoping that they don't oversell her character as the end all be all of the movie. I hope not either. But I did I think I did see a trailer, unfortunately, where I did see some imagery that made me uh, and I hate to see her trailer sometimes because yeah. I could sometimes put the whole movie sometimes they show you the whole film in right. in thirty seconds. Yeah, I hate that. But you asked the question about what my, my what my expectations are. And here I don't I don't mean to politicize this uh, podcast and by any no, means. But I think about the world that we live in today. And the world that we live in today, I see man versus woman. Mm -hmm. I see woman versus man, Democrat versus Republican. Gen I, I, gender wars. Gender wars is crazy. L the LGBT, whatever. I mean, and I don't mean any disrespect. Right. I heard that it's always growing in, in the, um, the, the, the community's terms or acronym is growing. Yeah. And so I don't want to, I'm not here to, I, I, I'm not here to talk about all that, but I'm just saying being faced with all these mega issues that are in your freaking face where little kids are learning about them and identifying a certain thing or, you know, you have violence all over and, and, and you know, uh, another shooting. radical presidents. Another shooting just or, happened in Virginia Beach. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you, so for me, we live in such a fucked up world. It's always nice to escape it every mm -hmm. once in a while. When I was a kid. I lived in a fucked up place like Brooklyn. I loved it. It was beautiful. This world we live in is beautiful. But there's so much shit everywhere that you can't tend to sometimes get depressed. You do. You you can't help yourself. I was just talking about that yesterday. Yeah. Uh, with, you know. So our, fucked up. With our friends over at Evom, you know, we get into some deep ass conversations. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Depression is a real thing. Oh, God. And I didn't understand that. Until, I'm starting to overcome mine, bro. Until my adult Without years, medicine. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, I didn't even know that uh, I was, a, uh, I, I will say it, I didn't know I was a victim of depression yeah. myself. Oh, until, don't feel bad, bro. It's, until it's it not something that's, um, I no, don't mean to I'm cut you off. Though, though. No, no, no. What I'm yeah. saying is, though, is like when I was in high school, yeah. I didn't know that I was depressed. Oh, yeah. I understand. Most people don't. And, and, and I was like, 
you know, it, it wasn't until my, my mid-20s where I didn't find out until I was in my mid-20s that I had anxiety. Oh, yeah. For the longest time, I was like, oh, I didn't know I didn't know that was a label. I didn't know that that's what you called it. Man. Oh, and so, like, now that I have more of an understanding of it, um, <laughs> I'm, more, I'm more sensitive to other people mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, are depressed or uh, have anxiety and stuff I don't like understand that. manic depression but I understand depression I you know because the, there's a the main there's people who have mania mm-hmm. where they're all like energetic and stuff I've never either I'm normal to me or I'm dep- or I get I could get depressed because how can you not get depressed with everything that's going on and then when it's you hard. make and then when you make things about yourself it gets even more depressing mm-hmm. because you're like oh my god if I'm supposed to hold myself to a standard of everything and I think that if we take that away and we learn how to be happy and I'm no therapist, and I'm just saying what, work, what works for me. And we learn how to be happy with who we are, no matter what. And we don't have to, uh, our happiness doesn't come from anything else. We're just happy for breathing. We're happy that we're able to eat. We're happy that we have a place to live. We just wake up happy because we learn to be content with, in our situation. It's easier said than done. No, sure. but hey, I'm figuring this out yeah, now. Yeah. I'm happy in the situation that I'm in right now. Right. And because I can't change it. So I have to make the most out of it. If I dwell upon, and I, I'm not preaching, but if I dwell upon the negative things that I have in my life, then I will be a miserable piece of shit. And I've done that, and, and it, it's made me a miserable piece of shit. I tend to gain weight. I tend to lock myself inside my home. I tend to eat everything, like all the ice cream, big gallons of it. Just exaggerating, but you you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And that, and drinking, and all that, you know, and these are things that just make you more depressed. Mm-hmm. And so... That's why uh, it's easier said than done, like you said, because you could easily get caught in your own thoughts. But that being said, that's hence why I love escapism, because sometimes it could take you out of this reality. Well, to piggyback on, not to cut you off, but to Mm -hmm. piggyback on that idea, uh, that's exactly what I was talking about even before when I was mentioning, like, the circle of friends getting smaller. the, the, The two people that I have uh, recently exhumed from my my circle of friends betrayed my trust and when i internalized that it's like what does that say about me now because i thought i was a good judge of character i thought these were my friends and when you internalize it it becomes way worse yeah betrayal because sucks. then you just you just stress about like what could i have done to prevent this what did i do to make them not trust me and and the thing is i didn't do anything wrong they're the ones that fucked up mm-hmm. and i should be well within my rights to say, you know, as an adult, as dealing with friendships and relationships as we do in our in our adulthood, this is just one of those things that never go away. People are always going to be pieces of shit. Well, capable of being pieces of shit. Capable of it. Yeah. Cap- I, I, I think we're always one thought away of being a fucking douchebag piece of shit. Worst scumbag of right. the so that's why we always have to keep ourselves in check. Everybody, there's not one human being on this planet other than maybe the one that they talk about in the Bible. Um, <laughs> that was perfect. That's funny. That's the only one I've ever heard of that was perfect. And um, um, and I'm gonna get into religion, but uh, that's it. Everybody else that I know is uh, not. Well, even even the Bible tells us that Jesus wasn't perfect. Um, I, I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> I, 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 this I, is not a political no, or religious podcast. Yeah, I, I don't even want to get into that at all. Yeah, um, but no. definitely, um, taking it back, bro, betrayal sucks. 
But hence, again, why do we like movies so much? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Oh, I was forced with that last night because I, was, I knew I was coming on to this po- podcast. And I said, huh, why do I like movies so fucking much? And even, like, even the corny ones, like Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Why do I like... And I, I, and, I, and I take that back. When I say corny, it used to be really corny. Even you exploited that mm-hmm. earlier in our podcast. In your podcast where you said... This shit, I could tell. There's Even some baby was, yeah. in a freaking costume yeah. knocking shit over, yeah. baby walking on yeah. this, moonwalking, whatever, whatever. But dropping DDTs right. on the building. But it was that corny, slow mode up. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they had a high frame rate that they yeah. shot it at. And it was celluloid, though. And you got to give them props because they were able to make do something that not a lot of people did. And they made their prop design was phenomenal. Yep. Even though it was somewhat corny and you could see the fake little cars mm-hmm. driving through all shitty. But you know what? I didn't care. <laughs> oh, the little sparks of electric, uh, sparks yeah. coming out of the freaking, you know, electric poles or whatever. What, what, mm-hmm. what was supposed to replicate an electric pole. But then came, because of ideas like that, set design, yep. then you have movies like Star Wars that fucking came out and used those same tricks yep. with color and set design, but they learn from people yep. like Godzilla, the Godzilla creators. Yep. You have to give props where props sure. is due. I mean, so yeah, as corny as it might have been, it was a gateway to everything that we're, a, the, it's a culmination of what we're about to see today, hopefully. I just so think, I'm about to see CG and see where it goes. Yeah, I just think um, that there is something to be said about practical effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we're going to see any of that in this movie. It's all going to be. <laughs> they CG. might do it as a joke. I hope they do. I think I think that would be hilarious if they could joke on themselves, like show a guy. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. since if this is a sequel, they might have somebody coming out in a costume trying to. That would be funny uh, because there's one thing I, I was teased as a kid. You know, growing up in a big city where you have thousands of students in your school, you're going to get fucking teased. I don't care who you are. Somebody's going to bully you. You just have to get strong and get over it. Well, I was. And um, when when I was a kid, um, you know, those things fucked with you, man. Yep. They really did. They messed you up. And I don't know where the hell I was going with that. But um, my thing is that... Um, you were. I think you were just hearkening back to remembering... The days and why? Oh yeah, why? Escaped. Why you escaped? Yeah, that's exactly right, actually. And 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 because of that, me being teased, I focused on storytelling and escaping. I love visual storytelling. I hated reading. I hated reading. And shout that's out to all those people who have the um, temperament, the willpower, and the um, the discipline to sit down and read a novel. Mm-hmm. Day in and day out. I can't do that. I, Give I me my story right away. I can't tell you how many times I've started a book and not finished reading it. I just have, I don't have the attention for it. And thank God for people like Mr. Sterling, the Twilight Zone creator. He made a platform for me uh, in entertainment, on television, through broadcast, beautifully shot, mm-hmm. monochrome. And we could talk about Twilight Zone all day. All day. All day. Uh, there's so many things to talk about Twilight Zone. And hence why I feel like it's coming back, why it came back why again. It came back. Um, Mr. Peel felt it was necessary to, and so many people I believe like him got so much creative content from, Absolutely. from Rod, is it Rod Sterling. I believe it's Rod Sterling. And, and they got all this creative contact from, content from him. And he could have gone even further, but the networks wouldn't let him. And that's a whole other story. You know he could have got into the whole race thing, and uh, and he Speaking did. Speaking of which, uh, you can actually, if you have the if you have the Hulu app, you can actually find the collection of stories that he did after the Twilight Zone. Oh, I've I've, I've they put, there's they several. They put the volume on there. I think it's called. Uh, 
I think it's called Late Night Stories or something. Like yeah, that. I think it's on uh, Amazon Prime too. There you you could, go. You could actually. Uh, there's a bunch that he did post. So not Zone. only could he have done more, but he did do more. He was that man was a brain. Yeah. He man, he was such a talent. Um, I'm, ex- I'm excited. Me too. Just I'm to ex- hang out, man, and just go see a fucking movie. Um, it's gonna be a long day. Oh uh, God. Shout out to uh, Chance Yo. for letting us throw a video game night at Evom tonight. Right now, he is in Ireland on vacation, and uh, I just wanted to Have a out. proper pint for us, man. Yeah, I wanted to give him a shout-out um, for sponsoring this episode and for letting us do the video game night over at EVOM. Um, tonight, I mean, by the time you guys hear this, it, obviously, uh, the game night would have passed, but if it's successful, we'll have a little bit more information about that uh, in coming episodes. I think for now... We are going to go watch uh, Godzilla on uh, what is the equivalent of, of an IMAX screen. It's called GTX at the theater we're going Very to. Very nice. And I will tell you this, though. Since it's so early... Um, Not that early, bro. Well, in terms of, in terms of theater... Oh, yeah. Uh, Matinee, baby. I, I was going to buy tickets in advance last night. No need. No need. The theater's empty. It's empty. I'm pretty sure of it here in this town. Um, well, to, quite it honestly, depends what movie, we went to go see uh, John Wick 3 last week. Uh-huh. It had already been out for a week. Uh-huh. Theater was packed. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. I, I, it might be packed, actually. Uh, Shit. So I, we'll see. It might be packed. So I think the sooner the better. We'll get, we're getting out of here right now. Um, listen to some intermission music uh, from our resident DJ, Mr. Aaron Vaughn in Orlando. And we will be back for part two of episode 117 for Godzilla, King of the Monsters. See you in a bit. Welcome back. This is part two of episode 117 for Godzilla, King of the Monsters. We just got done watching the movie. We are literally sitting in the parking lot at Beacon Theaters here in Spring Hill, Florida. We just got done watching it on GTX. I think we're going to get started right away with our rating so we can just talk spoilers the whole time because even though there's not much to spoil in this movie... Uh, the one thing... Also, welcome back, John. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all good. Um, because once we start talking about it, we're probably just going to keep talking about it because <laughs> there's a lot to say, and that's, in this case, not a good thing. Definitely not. So, do you want to go first with your sure. rating? Or do well, you want to talk first about... Okay, let's Well, how, how I come to my rating Yeah, let's talk about me, meeting your expectations, whatever you said in the first part, and then why yeah, or why not. Well, I guess what I was looking for was an escape. Um, so, uh, a nostalgia of my childhood. Um, and, and, you know, as much as I loved the old uh, Godzilla movies, the full feature uh, length films, I have to agree with you, Darren, that... Uh, Looking back at them, I thought they were corny too, but I still love them right. because they meant something to me. It was sentimental, 
and it'd be like that figure, you know, that toy figure of He-Man or something that yeah, would go dilapidated, but sure. it still means a lot to you. So, in the same regard, that's the old films of Godzilla. That's what they meant to me. But that being said, I thought that maybe this would rekindle some of that uh, nostalgia, that nostalgia, and also make me just like have that feeling of oh, you know, yeah, I could, I could get lost in this. Well. Unfortunately, I mean, there's not, there's, there's really, like you said, there's not much to really say about this movie. I mean, there is. We yeah, can, yeah. We're gonna go on a lot about. Uh, when I mean a lot, I mean. Sure. It's gonna be re redundant and repetitive because that's basically what we saw in this movie. Nothing but. That's a good point. Yeah, from the beginning to the end, it was like the same kind of feeling, and it was it became overwhelmingly. It, it, it chugged along. Boring. It, it chugged along for purpose in the next scene. Yeah. Like, what are we gonna do next? And All then, the way to end it. And then when they get there, there's another thing they gotta do. <laughs> I get that's how movies work. Yeah. But um, there's a lot to be said for poor writing. Uh, the acting was well done. I mean, it was. You can't really ask for anything from these actors when they're just on the green screen the entire time. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, you know, the acting was good. They crushed it. Mm -hmm. um, also, can I mention that uh, when we were going over the actors <clears throat> in the first portion, I knew going into this movie because I follow him on Instagram that Thomas Middleditch was in this movie, but for some reason, not top billing on the IMDb. Which is weird because he was a major character in this movie. He was great, and he was the best part, in he my opinion. He was the best part of the I movie. I like Kyle Chandler, yeah. and I like Thomas Middleditch. Yep. Uh, what did you think about uh, Millie uh, Bobby Brown? She was alright. She, she had a lot of ranges that she did in uh, poor, Stranger Things. Poor girl, not a lot of range in this movie to show off. She cried on cried. command mm -hmm. every single scene. Which, yep. which you know, you can't. That's you can't hard to do. You can't knock her for that. But let her, you're right, let Even her show. Even the intimate moments with her mother let, was decent in the beginning. Let her show a little bit of her range. She can act. And yeah. all they did was made her cry in this movie. Yeah, I agree. Which, you know, not her fault, but still. <laughs> she was crying and holding her. Every scene. I don't even want to say we can't, yeah, we, I mean. Almost every scene she was crying. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, okay, well, um, at least she can show that emotion. We're, yeah. we're, we're well versed in that, but it's the, I think it's the writing that hurt this movie. Yeah. That, um, and uh, even, even, even if you want to think about you pointed out some editing mistakes. The editing. editing was terrible. I didn't even catch. I mean, it was horrible, and and I, I think we talked about it. Like it was a very dark. I mean, I mean dark. Oh, not God, like yeah. not like black humor or dark no, humor. Not no, like no, no. Just, not like horrific. It was dark, like literally dark. You're literally squinting to see mm -hmm. what's going. And we were watching it in GTX, which is the equivalent of an IMAX. It was you hard. figure the detail would stand out more. We it sat was even, all the way in the back of the theater. We sat too. all the way in the back. Uh, all, by the way, not sold out. Plenty no, of seats available. Plenty. Three quarters um, of the theater was. But available. also, we're watching a, a movie on a Sunday afternoon, so True. you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. It's it was not hard to watch in the sense that it was so bad it was hard to watch. I'm not going to say that, but the special effects um, you mentioned actually. No lack of monsters. If you're going, if you're going oh, to watch God. this movie <laughs> for the monsters, you get your money's worth. Yeah. You, uh, so many monsters that I'm just like, who too the many. fuck? What the fuck is going on? And yeah. why are we? Why is this happening? Yeah. Um, it was absurd. But if it was very absurd, it was mm -hmm. oh, it was very over the top. It was. Um, almost to the point where it's too too over the top that it wound up on the bottom again. I like agree. it, it kind of recycled itself. Agreed. And I'm just wondering why the decision for the dark scenes mm. and when we talk about dark we're not talking about like you said it's not dark comedy it's not like the lighting Gotham is real dark, dark. The, every single scene 
it seems like there's an overcast and it's really dark and nighttime and it's just terrible. The whole movie was pitch black. And the creatures weren't like illuminescent. I mean, a few were somewhere, uh, somewhere. And but and and yeah, they did, they did, uh, they did defecate electricity and flames and all this other Which crap. Is weird. <laughs> I think they were taking on the elements of the earth. Yeah. Uh, it, it seemed that way. At least I, I didn't explain it. It didn't explain it in that sense. But I think that's what they were going with. Well, Especially if you think about the Asian culture, or should I, is it Asian yeah. or, yeah, Asian. Asian culture, for sure. In this case, I believe Japanese. Japanese, for sure. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, you mentioned something off mic on the way to the car. They, I, I hate it when movies specifically write their own, their own way through. Like, yes. we have to write it this Make way, it otherwise original. it's not going to work. Yeah. But we also have to give an example as to why we took this movie in this direction. And you, I think you said it perfectly about, they, they made an excuse for one of the, I think it was Monster Zero. They made an excuse for it to create its own atmosphere. And it was sort of like terraforming the, the earth to its own atmosphere to make it livable better for itself. Yes. Since it basically erupted from the, the bowels Spoiler of the earth. Alert. Eh, not really, not really, I guess. Um, <laughs> but really, I mean, yeah, I guess so. We're getting into spoilers, but the, the, the excuse that that yes. monster creates its own darkness made the entire movie dark, yeah. and they're like, well, we can't. We can't do good CG in daylight, I don't so think we they might could as have. well <laughs> we might as well make everything dark yep. because um, the lighting's not going to be there. Right. And I agree. That's yeah. You know, I just I don't know, man. I, I it was too on the nose as far as writing the movie to move itself along with no purpose, and then coming up with an excuse after to fill in the blanks. Mm. Yeah, there were, everything was dark in that movie. Um, the whole movie. It was dark, and except for in the beginning. And if that was the kind of contrast they were trying to show, like from in the beginning everything was all peaches and cream, and then let's see right. the reality of this harsh world, what it was not working for this film. I don't think so. It went in so many different um, directions. I was, was disappointed. Way too over the top. I'm gonna be harsh on this review, I mean, man. Me too. I can't be. I, I, be I invite you. I invite you to do so. I, I, well, all I want is honesty. I mean, with, with all that being said, I'm gonna have to give this movie. I mean, I literally almost fell asleep four times. Granted, <laughs> I work so many jobs and I work over 80 hours. Yeah, a week. you didn't tell me until after the movie that you got no sleep last uh, night. No, that's okay. We don't. I mean, it, it doesn't hinder the uh, podcast. I don't no, no, no. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, you know. yeah, no. Nah, but I, you know, I'm a man of my word, and I love doing. I love doing anything to express creativity and and, and, well, and especially it. when it comes to film it. and cinema <coughs> and sleep whatever the, we were watching for me sleep is the most important thing and i couldn't ask anybody to give it up to be on this stupid show <laughs> yeah oh this is not a stupid show no 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 well i mean i mean not this episode i think this is oh i love cool. it i mean i say that i yeah. say it as a term of endearment it. my yeah. show is fucking stupid ah. um but um so that being said, I guess uh, what would what would you rate this movie from zero to eleven? Oh, zero to eleven. Um, I would have to, and because of the editing was choppy, the storyline dragged and was garbage. Uh, they used, you know, they used so many cliche terms, and and there oh, was a God, couple of instances. So many. Oh my goodness! Like like the worst ones that you could use that you've heard, like the, the ones that comedies make fun of all the time when yep. they're doing satire films. Yep. They always use these cliches. This film used them. And it wasn't to be funny. Nope. They were they really trying it. to be climactic oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and, and serious. It. Oh, yeah. 
and that made it absurd. Yep. I'm like, did they really use that? Did they really somebody pen that in? Like, who the fuck it's, did that? It's like they got the script out of a fortune cookie. <laughs> they literally <laughs> oh, said that in the yeah, fucking movie. Yeah, like, no, this, this, yeah, this, no, yeah. You, did you just make that up? He's like, no, I read it in a very long fortune cookie yeah, once. I'm like, what the fuck horrible. does that even mean? I didn't get it. I didn't get a lot of the humor. It was dry. It was. It was not. It was not good. It wasn't good humor. Childish at all. A couple of things we were right. It was a couple of actors. Now, if I was going to grade this movie solely based on special effects, even that doesn't really get high marks no, for me. No, definitely I, not. I could probably put no, together... No, can't, because the lighting was so bad, you could hardly see what was going on. I could probably put together a better... Uh, you know, I can go back to my, my old art school, find a bunch of people out of work, and they would do a better job than yeah, this. Yeah, think about the... I think we discussed this earlier. I was saying about how everything was real tight shot. Yeah. And all over the place. Like it was like even the fighting sequences when you have two dark figures rolling around in the dark. Can't see what shit. are you seeing? Other than little lights that they're putting on them to illuminate them every once in a while because they're conjuring up some kind of energy. Right. Um, which was explained, which it, but but very very oh very God. terribly. Yeah. Let's, uh, they didn't. I mean, they could have put a little bit of energy into that. You mentioned like, literally no pun intended. Right. You mentioned um, the the ability, the the suspension of disbelief going into this movie, shutting your brain off. Even even when we're not trying to think about it, you this movie mu- doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> even 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 shutting your brain off, uh, and they're trying to explain it to you. The 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 math behind it and the science behind it makes zero sense. They had a, a very early on plot twist. They did. Um, that was interesting. Which was okay. I, we could talk I saw about it. that in a minute. I saw it. I saw it. But, I saw um, it. It came out big. It came out big. Yeah. And then yeah. it had... it Basically... Well, I don't want to spoil it. No. Um, not like anybody. Who cares? But, yeah, but I got to stick with the, the, the platform. Yeah. And uh, give, give it a rating so we can talk shit about it. <laughs> I would say this movie, on uh, based on, like I said, the editing, the acting was... Um, it's probably the only saving grace, yeah. and that's not a not to, a lot to say. Right. The writing was um, very, uh, and I, I don't mean to disrespect the people that worked hard. We sat through the whole uh, credits, and we saw we were just in awe of how many people were employed yeah. to make this film. We know the hard work that goes into mm-hmm. that. I definitely do. I know you do because you're doing your podcast mm-hmm. often, so you know what it's I'm like. Also, to... a graphic designer by trade. Exactly. So you know exactly how hard it is for these guys to do what they do, and so they pulled something off. Yes. They made it happen. They, they created a piece. Something off. Yeah, and then and then they leave it out here for us to uh, critique after we, of course, spend our money to watch it, right. which we did. Thank you for taking course, me to the movie. Of course. And now, um, based on all that, based on the lighting, which was terribly dark and gloom the whole time, and the, it was raining ninety percent of the whole movie. It was just. It was not. It was not what I expected. And they use all the trickery that always suckers mass peoples to fill in chairs over the summertime that even got me mm-hmm. excited it got me amped up about this you, film you got you so excited you made me want to watch yeah it. and i was just like yo let's do this you like movies i love movies let's check it out and let's and then you're like you're let's do a podcast and i was like okay i'm down i like that idea i was just thinking let's go to movies right but i like this i i i, I, I try to maximize yeah why as not much time as i possibly can to get just, a show in this is another episode why not exactly uh, i don't watch bad movies on purpose but <laughs> I did have low expectations for this movie. You did, and you, you weren't you weren't candid. You they, were very candid about it. And that. they met my expectation, which uh-huh. means it's gonna get a low score because yeah. I didn't have high expectations mm-hmm. for this movie at all. Yeah. So zero to eleven, what do you give it? Um, because I did have that feeling that I was gonna get 
that nostalgia rekindled and it was going to bring back memories and it did not live up to that my expectations i'm definitely going low on this one and not only that i gave you the other reasons why the editing right. the screenwriting the shot the shot choices um it was just a big mess all in all and i wonder what happened in production to make that happen mm. i wonder where did it fall apart i think we said well, probably you had a studio executive being like the film is fucking done let's get it out yeah. we have to get it out now we got a summertime is right yeah. around the corner i don't care if it's polished you're getting it out there they now we're five, done they had five years to make this movie oh and they needed five more oh <laughs> i agree and uh so that being said i give it a two Wow, you went super low. Yeah, um, definitely low. I, I mean, honest. Okay, wait. Uh, no, I give it a two. I'm gonna, <laughs> stick, I'm gonna stick by what I, I. It's terrible. Only because I have respect for the artists that put so much time um, into it, yeah. and I don't want to shit all over their careers. But I bet you time time constraints, and um, I bet you they were given. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. Um, they did the best with what they had. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't enough to... I mean... Some of it was beautiful. Yes. Some scenes were climactic. Mothra and shit. Yeah. When we finally saw Mothra. I have an issue with... And it's not her fault. Millie Bobby Brown's character... Um, was basically... Could have been anybody. Mm-hmm. It could have been any young up-and-comer. It didn't have to be her. Butts in seats, man. Uh, yep, asses in seats. Uh-huh. But uh, even even for a Sunday afternoon, they didn't pull off asses in seats. Not here. My ass. The crazy the crazy thing about it is is the plot holes. You could literally fit a Godzilla in the plot holes. <laughs> um, they give Millie Millie's character so much freedom in this movie. Like nobody's watching the kid. And then when something happens in the movie, which I can't say just yet, she steals a piece of equipment with nobody around, even though we're, we're in a military bunker with soldiers that we are introduced very early on into this movie. And then when she needs to go and do what she needs to do, there aren't any supervision, there aren't any supervi- there's no supervision going on when it comes to this little girl. Both the parents, they're terrible parents. The worst. They lost a son in the first movie. And they did nothing to try to keep her alive in the second movie. <laughs> and it's just like, these wow. people shouldn't be having children. I, I think Ice um, Cube's son made that clear. He was was that movie. him? Yeah, that was it him. It was him. I can't remember his name. but uh, Yeah, I could have sworn I saw Ice Cube a couple times. and It makes sure, it makes sense why, because it was, it was that son. Sean O'Shea Jackson, I think is his name. Yeah, it, yeah that makes total sense. Yeah. I'm like, that guy looks like Ice Cube. From straight out of Compton. That's right, that's mm-hmm. right. Which I have yet to watch that movie. Uh, me too. Um, but I do. I do have to say. That being said, you know, plot holes abound, and uh, I think if it wasn't for Thomas Middleditch's character, adding some sort of comic relief and a lot of scientific in air quotes exposition, Kyle Chandler did most of the heavy lifting, if not all of it. And I hate to say, some of the... So uh, cliche American hero, kind of. Yeah. 1940s American hero. Like, that kind of old school American. The one that... The, I guess that's I guess that's the only similarity I would say that they have close to that time era that Godzilla was his character. I feel bad because, like you said earlier, 
they they wanted to pay tribute to something that meant something near and dear to you, and, oh, yeah. and they completely <laughs> missed the mark. <laughs> you know, there was some things that did uh, that had a resounding uh, effect on me. The sounds, uh, some of the delivery, um, some. I mean, you you can't discredit. I just, I guess, I was really expecting more out of it. I'm not 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 in the sense of. I thought the action would be better. I mean, the things that you have to get right, you have to get right, right. to make it a freaking blockbuster hit. And they did, um, from, in my opinion, and I hate to sound like the, the fucking guy, that guy, because I know how hard it is right. to work your ass off. I'm not trying to be a douche, but I'm serious. That can't get more. They're lucky they got a two. If you went, if you went negative V, yeah, <laughs> I would say. I mean, you're, like, you're allowed to make up numbers. No, there aren't I'm really any joking. rules. Yeah. Um, but if you know. <laughs> That you know. That being said, uh, if if you want to come to a movie and watch massive destruction and watch monsters fight, then come to this movie. I kind of knew it was gonna be that. I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt, and I regret doing that <laughs> because I was raising my expectations a little bit, and I shouldn't have done that. What do you rate it? Out of respect for the amount of work that it takes to pull something like this off, as bad as it was. I'm probably gonna give it like maybe a four and a half, um, just for, just because That's respectful. just because it was entertaining at parts. The whole thing wasn't mm-hmm. entertaining. There were some parts that, like you said, literally, I was like, if we sleep during this part, we're not gonna miss a thing. <laughs> um, You're right. Which sucks because that's why I walked out during Act Three. You want and what to use the restroom? Well, what sucks about that is that you probably left during the best part. Really? Uh, yeah, when Millie's character did what she did that I'm about to talk about. Because, okay. um, all right, let's just talk about spoilers because... You hit pause on that? No, uh, oh, no I'm going to do... Uh, we're just going to stay quiet oh, for right. a little while, and then in post I put in the shittiest sound effect you'll ever hear. It's a spoiler countdown, so we'll be quiet for a few seconds. That way when it flatlines and I do the audio, I can, t- I can tell where to put it in. Okay. So from here on out, we're going to have spoilers. Spoiler alert. Basically, I'm just going to talk about how the movie progressed and whatever we can remember from those or scenes. Or digressed in this case. Right, and talk about... The movie opens up with a flashback linking us to the first movie, which was also kind of forgettable. I actually like the first one better than this one. Mm, you know, I have to agree. Everything Even though I, that was shitty too. Everything I was complaining about the first one, where they where they made Godzilla like a friend, where they like, you know, there's no differentiation between good and evil. They totally shit on that mm-hmm. because they literally used Godzilla on their side as if he owed them gratitude, as if he was a thinking human being. When in actuality, you bring that beast back to life, it's going to fucking kill you. And that's basically what they were faced with the whole time. You got to give props to that. They at least made Godzilla a fucking monster. Like, he was a badass, like, right? I mean, he got his yeah. ass kicked all over the place. I mean, and we'll yeah. get into that, but, but he got his ass kicked But a that's lot. my point. That's, the, that's, the, that's my complaint about the first one. It's like, these creatures don't know who the good guys are on the ground. They just see people fighting and attacking, and they're gonna kill everybody. And that's basically what The fact what that happened, they yeah. used Godzilla, they, they, they could, they, they may as well have sat him down in a room and be like, "You're on our side now. <laughs> um, we get to tell you who to kill because that's exactly what happened." It's like, there's no, this being is not a conscious thinking being. 
No. It's it's a uh, well. Best, they, they 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 insinuated that he might have been. Um, you know, he might have been. I mean, yeah, in, he, in, yeah, a, in the cast of the wild, he's a thinking, living creature. I get that. Yeah, like but a lion. Not like, on terms. about that earlier. But not in terms of taking sides. He doesn't know who the fucking no, good humans doesn't. are. He doesn't know who the bad humans are. But all of a sudden, he's fighting against. What's that Chinese Mandarin actress? At the end, she made a comment though. At the very end of the movie, saying something about like, uh, oh, at least he's on our side, and she goes, at least for now. Yeah. Because I guess I mean they they recognize that. I guess you know, it's just a cop out. It's it a, is. It's, it's, la- a, it's lazy writing. We're it was. Just, we're just supposed to. We're just supposed to take into consideration that Godzilla knows who the good guys and the bad guys are, and is going to choose to mm-hmm. fight with the good guys. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Let's talk about right here, and I think this makes sense, especially in this in this um, seg- segue that we're going into, like just totally blasting this film on all the <laughs> all the spoilers. Um, I think we should name our top five horrible things or spoilers Go for about. It. I think um, the first thing that was shocking to me was how, when they put this thing together, like you said, the writing was so bad that they did their flash forwards and their their, their flashbacks and they weren't. They just it just was so. It happened so quickly, but it was drawn out. I just don't understand what they were trying to do. It was just terrible. It was... It's very convoluted, um, the point they were trying to make, if there was what anything. Was? Uh, well, the well, first... can't the, mess with monsters. The, well, that's... Yeah, <laughs> Duh. Uh, we, it, it, okay, so we're basically um, in, a, in, a, in a world. Yep, that's exactly right. Where uh, we have to come to grips with the quote-unquote reality that we live in a world now full of monsters, a la Jurassic Park style. I knew this movie was going, and I didn't say it in the first portion, but I recently watched Jurassic, well, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, fucking terrible movie. And I was gonna say, if this movie is better than that one, it wins. It's not. No, it's not. It's not. I think and that was a bad. Movie. I think Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom and this movie live on the same level of why. This is the dinosaur this, shit. Of why, yeah, Jurassic why was World. this? Why was this movie necessary? Even it told a useless story, a, mon- a money trap, just so that they could literally destroy Boston. There was nothing left. No, they they blew up Boston except for uh, Millie Bobby. <laughs> yeah, she survived out of an atomic waste. And they showed her hand. I mean, in all that darkness, you saw her hand. Right. Uh, I know. Uh, um, I, the the first the first thing that got to me. So the writing was, is my first. Right. The first thing that got to me was like the no order the plot twists. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you want to call them that, where the wife becomes the bad guy, and then like oh she wants and then she wants to redeem herself, and then she sort of sacrifices herself at the end. Oh yeah. Of um, course she had to because if not, I mean, that she was just wreaked havoc. It, yeah. yeah. She wreaked havoc on the she, world. She's going to prison. She should. <laughs> she's better off dead. Yeah. She is. Um, Providing there are any prisons left, where are they going to put her? They there fucking destroyed everything. The structure was gone. The so like the plot twist at the very beginning, where uh, she's actually siding with all the soldiers that basically mowed down her entire staff, and it was her plan the whole time. Uh, the 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 ironic twist of Millie of Millie's character calling her mom a monster yeah. in the monster yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, come on, give me a that guy. Was, give that me was a so fucking that's so, break. That was so cliche. So that's so, what I'm talking about. The so worst of the cliche. It was just monster. like, oh, come on, really? Yeah. You might as well. Oh, and then then the multiple times where it was like, oh my god, and then somebody else would say Zilla. Literally, that happened in the movie. Yeah. 
Oh, I know. I remember. Kyle Chandler's character said, oh, oh my God. And then, and then the guy in the front of the computer said, Zilla. Yeah, I'm he like, did. I know. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Who is trying to tell a joke here? Like, the writers. That was, that was bad. I don't get it, man. That I really, was I really don't get it. The cliches were terrible. Um, the plot twists weren't even really that. I was like, oh, she's a bad guy now. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Like, there's no um, redeeming characteristics for any of these people they're just along for the ride watching literally watching the world crumble Mm -hmm. and it's like okay um are we supposed to believe that boston's just gonna rebuild no it's not (laughs) not only boston think about this how many fucking animals that was the second uh, uh, number two Come on, man. Come on. Let's stay focused here. How many fucking animals do you need? You so didn't. Even, you couldn't even... You said 27. I only saw six or seven. Right. Come on. Y'all fuck that shit up. How many did they say? How many did they have all over? 22. It was in the 20s. 27. Yeah, something it was like up that. there. It was shit. I'm just like, okay. I think uh, there was a mammoth that came out. I think that might have paid homage to some older Godzilla, but probably. still, it was stupid. They did show... They did talk uh, somewhat of... There was a hieroglyphic Skull, of... Skull Island. They did. And there was a hieroglyphic of Kong. Yep. We saw that. So, um, I don't know if... What the hell did that mean? I don't know if they're trying to link together this world that we're in. Because Kong Skull Island did come out a couple years ago. I don't know if it had anything to do with this, with this movie. Huh. But we're supposed to believe that... We're in this world where all these big monsters exist. And it's alternate reality. Um, I guess, yeah. A if different that's, universe. If that's what you want to call it. Um, I would have believed that more than them saying, this is the world that we live in, um, much like Jurassic World, where you're just supposed to believe dinosaurs are roaming the Earth again. Fine, I get that. But um, uh, I don't get that. I, I, get, I get the sentiment that they want to put you in, but I don't. I, I, I'm not buying it. Fighting three was so weak sauce. That was just shit. Like I mean, I couldn't even make out what the hell they were doing. That was really disappointing. Godzilla. I mean, versus some of the most iconic, classic figures that that Godzilla had produced. They just totally. They tried to give the monsters. Floundered it. They tried to give the monsters personality. Oh God. like for example, we learned that Mothra and Godzilla are are a thing. They have the, a sort of symbiotic relationship. Yes. And at the end, king when, of the monsters and the queen of the monsters. When the when there's uh oh my god when there's a fight at the end with Mothra protecting Godzilla, we 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 see a little bit of that coming through with the symbiotic relationship. Yeah, between, is Mothra the male or the female? I don't know. Because <laughs> it injected something into yeah, Godzilla. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and and as it was dying, spoiler, yeah. the radiation that came off of Mothra refed yeah, Godzilla. It changed his whole got uh, him, appearance. Got him back into... Beefier, stronger, yeah. different the, elements. The, cool, the, the only cool thing about the monsters was... I, I like the yellow lightning from the three-headed... That was cool. That was cool. Was so, it three or four? I swear in the beginning it came out with like four heads. I don't, I don't and then know. it looked like it just, I don't, I don't know, know. Anymore. it was all over. And, it's supposed um, to be three. And uh, there was a part where, there was a cool part where the guy tried to eject. And he ended up ejecting oh, right yeah, into the mouth funny. of the dragon. That was pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, the dragon, the head, dragon head in, 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 in the ice was pretty cool. I guess, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. They didn't really get into it. It was like, sh- sh- uh, there were so, so many things wrong with this movie. Um, Golly. I it, it, it was hard to sit through that whole it thing. It was. I was like, 
We even sat through the credits, and that's another thing. Yeah, that's another thing, too. Spoiler alert. Can we please, Hollywood, please stop ripping off Marvel <laughs> and making us sit through end credits? That's a Marvel thing. We shouldn't have to do it for fucking Godzilla, okay? <laughs> stop it with that. It's fucking annoying. Marvel's the only one that's allowed to do it. Just stop it. Definitely not a cliffhanger. Definitely not anything worth the talking only about. Thing, the only thing that was at the end credit scene is that, guess what? They're going to make a third one. That's it. That's and, it. Yeah. And I hope they don't. Uh, this movie, I think, is going to do terribly in the box office. Yes. Once the reviews get out, uh, maybe maybe sometimes we need to listen to Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I know. Um, that's that's the tricky part, though, is that sometimes the critics are right. This movie sucked. Mm-hmm, it did. And coming from... I've, I've read a few uh, um, uh, critics, and uh, one of them said that uh, he was a fan, and he hated this fucking movie. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. When so, when a movie is so I can't bad quite call myself a fan. Not. I just said it. What what the I guess what Godzilla did for me was create some kind, of, just the idea of it. What it meant when during the time when I was a kid to me that escapism that that different reality, um, not even a reality that different dimension. Let's call it of uh, cinema. I was totally encapsulated by it and always drawn to it. And um, this didn't have that same effect. It drew me the name. The name is what drew me in, and that was about it. None of the actors, just, you know what was the main drawing force for me was the actual Godzilla, and that they had a lot of monsters in it that were from the past. That That's what drew me in. Not the actors, not the name of people. I just wanted to see what the hell they were going to do with Godzilla, and if they were going to do it proper, and they didn't. Now, um, there were some cool parts where they showed sort of the evolution of Godzilla. Like, he has, they had some cool special effects, like, when he started charging up, like his spine lit up, I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But Guillermo del Toro did that. I mean, but I guess he oh, took he? that. Yeah, I, I guess he took that from from Pacific Rim. But I guess he took that from Godzilla oh, as I well. I see. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and even the monsters kind of some of, they look kind of like Guillermo's creatures. Kind of. A little bit. You know, I was gonna say the the, the not the mammoth though. The, the other thing, the other thing that bothered me too about this is that at the very end. Just to show that he is king of the monsters, oh. the monsters literally lined up around him in a circle and bowed down to him. Kind of like I'm Simba. Like, what the when fuck is over. going? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. All of a sudden, Godzilla yeah. kills the three-headed monster, nuts. and yeah. then and then all the monsters are like, "Well, I guess we're, I guess, I guess you're just gonna be king from now on." It's Can we like, say where the? that was stolen from? Jurassic Park one. When the T Rex kills the when the T Rex wrecks the uh, uh, the raptors, and then it's just like, oh, it's like, like yeah, it's like, like it, it's like just the king of all of the dinosaurs. There were so many scenes that were stolen or mimicked. There I was, say, there they were, were mimicked. There was they were definitely copies. a Jurassic Park feel to this. There was, movie, there was, there was with um, the containment fields and. Uh, I just I don't Isolated know. Isolated places. They, they tried to they tried to explain everything away, and I wasn't buying any of the explanations. I wasn't buying it at all. Oh, oh man, I don't even know. Man, I was snoozing. Here, really. I don't think they're really. I mean, like, what more? I mean, without so, okay. trashing these fucking guys. Well, yeah, that, I don't uh, want to trash. I don't want to trash anybody, <laughs> but um, make a better movie how, next time. How it made you feel? Um, the the. <laughs> I can't even go through ten fucking things. I can I mean, the whole movie. Is just... As far as the as far as the plot is concerned, I can keep going on that. So the so the wife, um, so Kyle Chandler's character has basically ostracized himself from his family. 
because of the events of the first one, he was traumatized. I guess his son died in the his first one. I don't, I don't remember yeah. that. They killed a kid in the first yeah, one? I guess. I don't remember that at all. I don't either, honestly. But um, he's basically in isolation of everybody. He's, he's a photographer now, and he's... he's uh, He's a, becoming a wildlife expert uh, on coyotes and mating patterns and shit like that. For what reason? Didn't even play into the movie at all. Mm, maybe one scene maybe where he talked about uh, migrating patterns and shit like mm, that. Mm. How people hunt. And that was it. I worked on the, you know, the beta program yeah. or whatever the hell he's And about. then um, we are led to believe that they have this thing um, called... I already forgot what it's called. This machine... Um, that the wife has been working on that, uh, I think it's called the Orca. Yeah. The Orca. And it does allow you to communicate. It, I called it. You did. I called it. You said, you said there would be some factor. You thought it would be like Miley Bobby, but, I, and it was, it, some way, it was, was based off of her. They figured out how to communicate and essentially control, uh, with audio, why it had to be so small and portable doesn't make any fucking sense when it's supposed to make a sound loud enough to stop a giant monster. All you have to do is use the XLR cable to put right into the audio board like she did. <laughs> what the... Yeah. That what, was so whack, What bro. the fuck? We're, One XLR then, cable to make it all work. And then we're supposed to believe that this little contraption that she's running around with is going to be loud enough to control oh those monsters God. when there's destruction of mass proportions going on. Uh, mass proportions. You know how many millions and hundreds of millions of people died in this movie? But... The way they explained that away, they said, we have time to evacuate for everybody to be safe. That was horrible. So that they have empty cities now that these these monsters are just crashing into. Where did they... That's the yeah, only that way they so explained boring. away. And everything happened so fast, it took five minutes to evacuate Boston. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. It yeah. would take days, basically, to evacuate Boston. Last minute on, on that level... It's just, there's no... You think they were worried about the backlash that Superman versus Batman got with Doomsday? For that, real. That they might... Oh, oh no, yeah. what about all the people that were killing? It's a PG-13 movie. It has, they had to explain that away, and it, again, it hurt the writing. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so then... So then, um, the the wife and Millie's character... So, so basically, they get kidnapped <laughs> when it was all the plan, her plan all along. And then Kyle Chandler, the father's character, goes goes out of his way, which also takes five minutes to find them in a in a underground base somewhere. Um, everything was just written mm -hmm. so fast, just to get from one point mm -hmm. to the next, just to, to progress. To get because to the monsters, which I was think lackluster. I think they knew what they were doing. It's mm -hmm. obvious they knew what they were doing. And then um, the the wife and daughter go with the soldiers and she releases the monster zero um which was the plot twist and i was just like why is she doing that and then we find out she's the bad guy <laughs> then millie after calling her own mother a monster takes said orca with no soldiers around yeah just willy-nilly walking around this under this under this underground bunker and then she just leaves <laughs> Nobody, nobody stops her. She has this one and only piece of technology that should be guarded by all these soldiers that are allegedly in this base. No one's around. She just steals it and leaves. And then it takes her five minutes to get to Fenway Park, where she then goes even more unnoticed by... A place that is locked down by the U.S. military. Okay? 
soldiers everywhere, and she has access to the sound room at Fenway. What the fuck is going on? Uh, what is happening in this was, movie? How does she even know to get up into the control room? Because she was eavesdropping on her mom from the radio room in the bunker. Oh, she was right. in the radio that's right. room. I remember there was now. a speaker yeah. on the oh, wall, and she right. was listening to their whole conversation. Dude, I've lost, I, 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 I seriously lost brain cells. Hence, why I think I blacked out. I was in a, I was in and out of consciousness. I think it stopped. Oh no, it didn't. I, I was in and out of consciousness. I really was. There was a time that I just was hoping that I was delirious. I'm happy that you caught that all these questions that I had because I fucking didn't because I was checked out. Yeah, we, uh, for some reason, um, well, first of all, like I said before, I've never done a podcast this early before, so I was feeling like crap since I woke up. Oh. And then in the like when we first got to the theater, you were not looking no. too hot yourself. <laughs> um, so we both kind of felt like shit. And then um, after the movie was over, you're like, I feel even worse now after I watching that movie. Yeah, um, I and I know you were joking, but you, you did not look well at all. No. I'm starting to feel ill. I like lay down and go to bed. But um, I think for for what it's worth, okay. So then, after she runs away, the mom uh, realizes the error of her ways <laughs> and tries to go find her daughter. Um, oh God! And then they find the device. How did they find the device working in all that rubble, bro? That just doesn't make any fucking first sense, of all, especially with that technology that they were using first to of communicate. All, Millie Millie's character took it and threw it at the monster like it was going to do anything. And then there was a scene where the monster literally crushed the device. And then, fixing it in the rain, they're soldering and all of a sudden this thing just works magically. They they have this device open, getting wet in the rain, and they're soldering, and we're supposed to believe that it's going to work after being crushed by a monster. And guess what? It does work. And then, somehow, the speakers <laughs> just randomly stop these animals when it's not even big enough like my phone speakers probably are louder than this fucking thing this what this was orca. the height of these creatures they didn't they, they, i mean i know they got into it a little bit but i mean still it was like it was so these, disproportionate these they were these monsters were so incredibly large mm-hmm. that just one of them would destroy the entire planet and then we're supposed to track 22 of these things through the course of the movie and then they find Millie's character in all this chaos. Somehow, the whole entire house was imploded, but the bathtub survives. And she's in it. It's like t- duck and cover, bro. And it's just, and then, and it's just, the whole thing was just ridiculous. And then, basically, that brings us to the end of the movie. Uh, yeah. Where, where, um, the mom basically takes the, the orca and sacrifices herself, uh, <laughs> To lure Monster Zero away while Godzilla uh, regenerates or something. It regenerates I don't know. with uh, Mothra. And then you or have whatever it was. Yeah, and was, then you have this whole. Sexual. Then you have this whole fight with um, Monster Zero and Godzilla to where Godzilla eats it. I think we don't even know. What the fuck was that all about? Did he eat? Dude, did it, he yeah, eat? he ate it, but it was not. It was the weirdest fucking thing I ever seen. It was like they wanted. He ate like I, I couldn't through the smoke. The through f- the smoke, you see one of Monster Zero's heads, and it's like, oh shit, Monster Zero killed Godzilla yeah. apparently. And then from behind the smoke, yeah. Godzilla emer- Godzilla's head emerges, but he's eating 
Monster Zero's head well, it's still moving. from behind. Yeah. So does that mean he ate he ate the that's, dragon ass end first? That was I couldn't tell. That's, and it took two seconds. That was the hardest thing to devour, understand. That's what I was saying. Like, what the fuck is going on? He devoured that entire monster while it was still moving and alive. Ass end first, and then that's what I assume. Can we talk about how stupid this is? He eats the head and then burps and lightning comes out. Oh uh, yeah, he burps in his mouth like a lightning. Oh my god, that was horrible. I don't, I don't know how this movie got made. I actually listened to a podcast called "How Did This Get Made," and I want them to review this movie. <laughs> Paul Shear from um, the League, and his wife June Diane Raphael and Jason Mantzoukas, who was actually in John Wick Three, they run a podcast called "How Did This Get Made," and they go watch bad movies on purpose. <laughs> and this should be one of them. Um, yeah, I, I think they should be. One I of think them. they're gonna do it. I, I would imagine so. They're probably gonna get so much. Uh, fan mail thing. You have watch to this watch fucking this movie, movie it's terrible. And rip it apart. Yeah. Um, and they will. So I guess that's it. I mean, man, that's, I, that's sad to say. It I is was... sad to say because uh, normally my podcasts are a lot longer because the movies are worth talking about, and we basically finished the entire review of the movie in forty minutes. Yeah, there was nothing really great about that movie. Other, I mean, you gave it some good marks, and I mean, decent. This is the lowest rated movie I've ever reviewed. Wow. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you knew that coming into it. You had a feeling. I mean, that, I, you didn't I, know. I yeah. kind of knew this but movie you knew. was going to be bad. <laughs> um, I didn't. I, no, I should have known better. I had no desire to watch this movie until I saw how you were, how excited you were for it. And I don't I don't regret it. <laughs> I was like a little kid, right? Yeah, you, saw, you, you saw it. I was like a 40-year-old little excited. kid. You, you were very excited. Just so excited that you talked you, you talk me into waking up early on a Sunday. <laughs> Um, which you regret I, that shit. Which right? I, I don't regret. I no. mean, I, I, after this, I will uh, <laughs> go home and try to take a nap because I got that. I got that video, video game. game man. Tonight. I'm so bummed about that, man. But I can't. I, I I could tell. I'm just so drained. Yeah, but I'm I don't so, want to get into so that. fucking tired. It's not even funny. I, I like do. you're right. I feel like, even though I got I got plenty of sleep last night, I feel like I'm delirious. <sighs> that mo- I don't know if it was the movie or if if somebody. Got us sick before I we went in there. I thought I was in a seize in the fucking movie with some of the special effects. It was just... I was like, <sighs> and I don't even have seizures. And I can even tell from the reaction of the crowd that was in there. What about the people that stood behind? It was like most of the audience stood to watch the I guess they all. I guess they all knew that there was a, an after... I had. I guess I guess that, that was he, what And here's was. another thing that I asked, too, while we were waiting for the credits to come up. I was just gonna say something about. Uh, oh, you said everybody's trying to copy Marvel. Yeah, fucking... I think I think would it would it be? I think it's okay. I think it's not that far fetched to say that as probably the biggest Marvel fan you'll ever meet. <laughs> did did Marvel not? They they didn't do us any favors by raising the bar so high. So high that my voice cracks. Um, they rose the bar. They raised the bar so high that now every other movie, by comparison, sucks ass. <laughs> Are those movies just now so good that we've been spoiled rotten by Marvel movies that every other movie that's not Marvel is gonna suck? I'm wondering. I'm wondering if that's the case because I've seen and reviewed multiple movies since Avengers: Endgame. And uh, it sucked. They haven't, yeah. They they haven't. Except met for my, John Wick. They haven't. Remember. They haven't set my expectation. I didn't give John Wick a good score. Oh really? Okay. I didn't like it as much as the first two. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, it got a good score, but yeah. uh, it 
I can't. Just yeah. go listen to that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think that might be a problem is that I'm so, I'm so used to... This is how bad this movie was. It was two hours and 11 minutes long, and it felt like three and a half hours. Oh, my God. It took so long to get through this movie. And I've and, and we've sat through a, three, a legit three-hour endgame. And grueling. that movie and that movie doesn't feel as long as this one. No, not at all. It was that uh, was brutal, man. It was painful that, to sit through. That was so terrible. Um, so but sorry, I had, fun. I, I had fun with you too, man. I had that was, fun. That was cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm never gonna regret doing a podcast, but uh, I think this is the first one that's literally left me without anything to say. Now we can stop here, or we can uh, talk about TV shows and maybe review something else yeah. but I, I think this is dead in the water I think this is dead in the water and I think on that note that'll be a great segue to your next series and a good way for me to say my goodbyes to your audience okay. I think uh, I'm okay I'm, with I'm, it. I feel real honored and privileged to just be able to hang out and do something like this I mean Thank you. I know a lot of people don't get it I do and I appreciate you I, yeah, thanks man I appreciate what you do I think it's fun I think it's awesome um, I think you need to keep on doing what you're doing. This Thank is, you. most people don't do this. Um, and then they get discouraged and they stop. Don't stop. Keep on doing it no this matter is, what. Even if you reach one person, you know, it, it's not easy. I think You know it's, what? It's funny that you say that because when I, and you don't, you don't know this. And it's, it's crazy that you're saying that out loud because I, I made a promise that as long as I got one person to listen, I was going to keep going. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to keep that promise, even though. Avengers Endgame I said was going to be my last episode I've done two more since then uh-huh. because people keep listening and so I don't want to break that promise I said it's important. this is the longest running project of anything I haven't had relationships last this long <laughs> I've been doing this podcast since the very first Captain America movie uh-huh. which is basically ten years wow and I love oh the very first Captain America movie yep. wow that was my first episode wow. Captain America the first Avenger was my wow. first episode wow so I guess I could see where you wanted to end it with Endgame sure made yeah. sense yeah it does but I would have been breaking my promise to the few listeners True. that I do have yeah and, 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 I, and I commend that because you need to be in the time where people are so too faced and shady yeah I mean if somebody's listening it's worth doing but if they say uh, if you've noticed like repetitively I, I wouldn't tell you to stop just maybe uh, figure something out. I think this is a good episode. Me too. I, I really, honestly, I'm I don't surprised. see why people don't listen. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I know you said people are still listening, but I'm surprised that uh, this is not more popular than what it is. Me I mean, too. I wish I knew. I wish I knew the answer where to that we're question. At. Maybe algorithms, right? It's a conspiracy. No, just kidding. Nah, I was um, saying this is good. You're very knowledgeable. It's funny cinema. because um, I'm I've made it available on as many platforms as I possibly can. Which is cool that you could do um, that. Um, and part of the problem is is that I'm pretty sure. My podcast is more popular than I think it is uh-huh. because those other platforms don't really give me a way to keep track of my listeners. Yeah. And that has, I think that has a lot to do with um, oh, that, the okay. saturation of technology. Like, so I, I, I Oh, can, they don't have a counter. Right. Uh-huh. So I think I'm doing better than, what you think than I doing. actually am, but I can only track it using two different services and I can only, I can only do so much. I know on SoundCloud... Yes. Just on SoundCloud alone, I have um, all my episodes together. Yes. Which is over 100, yeah. uh, 100 plus. They have 10,000 plays on SoundCloud alone. Oh, that's cool. So the problem is, is that I can't track it on iTunes. Um, 
Spotify doesn't give me a tracker, so I'm hoping I'm getting plays in other places than SoundCloud, but I have no way to tell. So, huh. um, I think if you're doing something wrong, they'll definitely let you know. Well, is that the case? I mean, no, um, because I'm I'm paying for SoundCloud as a service, uh-huh. and uh, they don't give a fuck what I publish. As long as you're paying. As long as I'm paying. Uh-huh. Um, iTunes only cares that an explicit tag is there, and for all my episodes. They, it has one because it's a requirement. Yeah. But yeah, so, but thank you for saying that. And thank you guys for listening. Yo! We're going to wrap it up. That is episode 117 for Godzilla, King of the Monsters, question mark? <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Peace.